You're listening to the Journeys of Scientists podcast put on by MSU WAMPS. These are casual conversations with graduate students in a variety of fields to learn about their experiences, research, and what brought them to where they are today. To keep up to date with future WAMPS events, be sure to check out our website at WAMPS.org and follow us on social media. We are MSU WAMPS on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On this episode, we're joined by Samara Shamon, a third-year PhD candidate in the Department of Mathematics at MSU with a specialization in control theory. Hope you enjoy. Welcome, Samara. Could you briefly introduce yourself? What is your area of study here at MSU? Hi. Um, yes, thank you for having me. So I'm a third-year PhD candidate in the Department of Math at MSU. I'm originally from Lebanon, so this is only my third year in the U.S., and I work in control theory and more specifically in sweeping process. Can you kind of describe what that means? Yes, so control theory, it's a branch of applied math, but I work with it from the theoretical part of view or the point of view of it. But it basically, it's dealing with the use of a feedback to influence the behavior of a certain system so we can achieve a certain goal, whether it's like minimizing a cost of a system or um, maybe maximizing the profit, so on. Okay. So you said this is more of like a theoretical sort of perspective rather than like applying this in some sort of like system? Yes, correct. So I work with my advisor, Professor Vera Zaidan, on the theoretical part of it. So a lot of analysis, ODE, PDE, dynamical systems. Um, But I know that it has a lot of interesting applications in physics or in social sciences, in economy. Um, um, But yeah, I work in the, like from the theoretical point of view more. Yeah, so then what does that entail in sort of like your day-to-day in a, in a sense? Like, are you just like working out math by hand? Are you doing computational like simulation or anything like that? Yeah, so I work um, in both. But with my advisor, I, I basically is just by hand. I always have like my pen and paper or like my iPad and my pencil. So I always like work on this um, theoretical problem um, with a pen. I, I wrote down like the hypothesis, tried to come up with proofs, and then like I typed them on LaTeX. But um, recently I've taken a course in um, the uh, CMSE department, and I had like to see one of, one of the final projects was applying my research to um, the content of the course. So I get like to see an application and like code and see like in a medical point of view of like, finding an optimal solution for the system, which was really interesting. Um, but yeah, so so I get the chance to do both, but recently only I was like able to do or to see like the numerical application of it. Interesting. Are you still yeah. taking classes or are you doing research now? Or is that solely research? So I'm done taking classes. So I've taken um, my calls and my comprehensive. Um, so I finished my comprehensive this year and I'm done t- taking classes, but I still sometimes like sign up for a class if, if I find it interesting or I find it like useful for me. But in terms of requirement, um, yeah, I have more requirements in research now. Oh, okay. And so then I'm assuming like when you were an undergrad, were you a math major? Yes. Yes, I was. So 
I did my undergraduate in Lebanon in pure mathematics. And then I did also my master's in Lebanon in applied and computational math. And, um, and then I came here and I did it in mathematics. So my degree will be in mathematics. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so then why doing this theoretical control work? Like what led you to this? Yeah. So I, when I was in my uh, undergrad, I always thought that I was then going to do pure math algebra more specifically i was so passionate about algebra so i was like no this is it but then i went to my masters and there was no pure math there was only applied math and there were two tracks one that is very applied and one that is more like applied math but like from the theoretical point of view which is convex optimization non-smooth analysis so i went to this track and um it was like the closest to pure math in my masters but then I ended up like liking it. And so I, when I came here, I chose the same track and then continue it, like continue doing it. Okay. Is pure math the same thing as theoretical or is there a different meaning there? Yeah. So the only thing is that sometimes you can approach applied math from a theoretical point of view, which means like you get to solve. So I'm working on a system. I'm trying to find optimal solution. I'm trying to find necessary conditions to find the optimal solution for the system. So I can do it from the theoretical point of view, which means I can say that, well, for every optimal solution for my system, this is what I think those necessary conditions of the solution should satisfy. And now I have a lot of candidates that I can choose from that can help me to find the optimal solution. So even though I'm still working in applied control theory, I'm solving it using proof, using analysis, using theory. But um, solving it numerically is saying more like, okay, this is my original system. I want to find the optimal solution, but let me try to find a finite dimension problem from this optimal solution, from this like original problem. And let me try to apply the known numerical algorithm to this finite dimensional problem. And it can get me a very good like optimal solution. And let me see if this optimal solution is a good approximation of my original optimal solution. Okay. Very interesting. So then what got you interested in math in the first place? Yeah, so... I has I've I've always been passionate about math in school in high school um, very very passionate about it and um, I I was also passionate about literature so I had like these two um, passion and then I decided to follow one of them so I went and I, I and I did like I tried my first year in mathematics and or in pure mathematics and I really liked it so I ended up like like finding that this is the path for me. Okay. When you were in undergrad and or a master's student, um, were you involved with like doing research alongside doing your classes? Yeah. So for my undergrad, I was in a um, French system university. So this was pure courses. I've never done any teaching. I've never done any research. So it was like taking the courses and um, maybe like doing this midterm exam and final exam, and that was it. When I moved to my master's, things were different a little bit because it was an American system. So I had to do some research. So I did my research in non-smooth analysis and convex optimization. 
And I was able also to be a teaching assistant, which which helped my application um, a lot. Um, and my master's, I was also like able like to see other research or like do projects in areas that I'm not involved in, like mathematical biology. So this was this was pretty interesting. Okay. That's probably a dumb question, but you said that like your undergrad was through like a French system and the master's was through an American system, but you did your, all those degrees in Lebanon, right? Right. So can you, so like, what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) I get get this question a lot. So I, so Lebanon was dominated by France or was occupied by France, right? For a, for a big period of time. So uh, I think, um, most of the Lebanese people, we don't learn like math or science in Arabic. Arabic is the is our language, um, but we don't learn math or sciences or like we learn them in English or in French. And it's like you go to a school from your school from like from kindergarten to like grade twelve. Um, it's whether you chose a French system or an American system. So I was an American system all my years of school uh, in in the French system, all my years of school. And I did also my undergrad in a French French system university. And then I only did my master's in in an American system university. Um, Yeah, but the transition was very interesting. (laughs) Yeah, because I would imagine if you've been doing, if you're in the French system for essentially your entire life, and then you switch into the American system, like how was that transition? Yeah, very weird. I feel like I've been doing math my whole life in French. And then when I went to my master's, I had to do it in English. I had to learn all these terms, all these like, like very, it it was very, very weird. And for my first year of my master's, I kept saying terms in French. Um, To me, something else in English. I remember my professor always like commented on me using the word or. and which means in French, like this or that. So, but, but like, it's more like a contradiction in French. So, so yeah, it, it was like a very weird transition. I had to learn all these terms. But the funny thing is that now that I, it's like my fifth year doing math in English, I don't remember any term in French. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I've, I've lost it all. That's really interesting. Yeah, I've heard of like, I've talked to other people who've, you know, like studied math and like other countries that did it in different languages and how like the actual like terminology of how you refer to something was different. But since like they use the same like symbols for the most part, like so even if you read it in a different language, sometimes you could like sort of parse out what the <laughs> like what was going on. Like, did you find that to be the case? Yes, 100 percent. I think it's helped a lot that it's math. It's not like something that has a lot of big terms so I think it helped a lot that it's math and um and honestly the professors back then knew that I came from a French system university so they really like helped a lot in the process um one of them is actually also like was in the same university before so they kind of knew like this transition is gonna be like weird but I think like the good part of it was that I'm glad I did it back then and I did not have to move from Lebanon to here with mm. all the transitions and also add to them like a transition from French to English. Yeah. It's, it's like the French versus American system is like one more prominent in, in Lebanon versus the other, or is there like a, I don't know, like 
bias or you know i don't know it's like one more preferred than the other or just like or do they like go along i don't know you, you get what i'm trying to ask here <laughs> yes um i i don't know honestly i don't think there's like one that is like more preferred than the other i do know that they are very different though mm-hmm. like so in my french system like i said i don't know if part of it was because i was an undergrad but the whole thing was courses um exams no assignments no um uh, it was like this big high stake exams where i need like to pass them to pass the course but if, when i went like to my masters it was so different i had like projects i had assignments i did not have these high stake exams which i really liked better and i think like it's yeah that's really interesting Yeah. Okay. So then like one, what then brought you to, how do you end up from Lamont into Lansing, Michigan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have to say like, this was never in my plan to come to the U.S. I've never thought of it. Um, but then the whole thing like came up, I don't want to say by chance, but like in a very like quick way, like I saw an opportunity and just like took it. So Uh, the plan was always like to finish my master's in my first university and then go somewhere in Europe and do my PhD. This was like the whole plan. This was the original plan. We talked a lot with my friends about it. But then I saw an opportunity to um, move like to, to the American university. Um, and like I had a scholarship, so I went for it. And at one of the conferences in my first year, We were preparing again to go somewhere like in France so to complete the PhD. But in one of the conferences, there was a professor from Michigan State University and she was Lebanese. So my, my, my previous advisor was like, how do you feel about applying to the U.S. to work with her instead of like applying to France? So I was like, yes, let's try it. So I started like doing all the exams um, and like I started my application. We talk, I talked to her, sent her emails. Um, I saw her also at the conference. So I, I was able to, t- to talk to her. Um, and then like, this is why I came here basically because like she, um, she works here. Okay. And then you moved here. You said this was your third year, right? So you moved here then during pandemic, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so my first year, my first semester was before the pandemic. And then my second semester was exactly when the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I spent like my second semester, my second year during the pandemic, which was horrible. There's no other way to say it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I am actually like, I feel like now I'm so grateful to so many things because of the pandemic and I'm like taking so many like things now because of the pandemic in my third year I'm just so glad that it's over yeah pandemic aside like how was your transition to the U.S. um so it was at first very overwhelming I, I think um the biggest part is like having to live away from my family and I'm like I I had a really close relationship with my family. So like doing this transition to live like, I don't know how many hours away from them. It was, it was like very um, overwhelming. I think the idea, um, the qual courses year was also very hard in terms of like 
um, courses and the exams. So my first and second years were 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 hard and um, like, but but I think like part of it was keeping the connections with my family with my with my friends back then, but also trying to make connections and having building like a support system here to be able like to also like have the support here in Michigan. Okay. Very interesting. And so do you, how are you handling things now? If you (laughs) don't mind sharing? No, of course. So I think now I'm doing so much better because again, it takes time to build your social life here, right? Like I spent all my life building my social life back then. So it took time to build my social life here to build like a support system, friends to, um, to also like um, get like used to the place, to the way the U.S. works, because it's very different than Lebanon. So all this took st- took time, but I feel like now I like I'm very like again using the word grateful because of the pandemic. I can see like there are a lot of things to do, a lot of people to meet, a lot of opportunities to take. So I feel like I came out of these two years very like with grace, if you want. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is exactly the way I felt. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, so now, so when you're not doing math and research, like, are you involved with any sort of like extracurriculars or hobbies or anything like that? Yeah. So I, um, I am part of the Lebanese Student Association. Uh, I was part of the AWM, the Association of Women in Mathematics, which is a really nice organization. We do a lot of social events. Um, and I was part also of the Graduate Student Committee, which was also pretty interesting this year because like, also you get to do a lot of things for the department and like advocates for things you care about. Um, in terms, I, I recently also developed like a passion for teaching, which was like, an outlet whenever I want to take like a break from research. Um, yeah, in terms of like of hobbies, I enjoy reading, um, watching shows, um, writing. So I always feel like those sort of things are very important in my five years of PhD because I feel like they help me a lot to keep this kind of balance. Mm-hmm. That if something is not working on in my research, that's okay. That's okay. Like it takes my time, my mind out of it. It's like it helps me like breathe, think of life outside this bubble of like research or like um, MSU. So I feel like it's very important to have like this balance with other things. Yeah. Can you talk about um, the Lebanese organization and sort of like what sort of events or activities that you all do? Yeah, so it's the Lebanese Student Association. Um, we usually, our biggest event is a gala with a lot, all the universities in Michigan. Um, and it's a very nice gala. Um, it's, uh, we usually do it like in Dearborn, uh, Michigan. But we also do other social events like um, um, family feud uh, or like um, uh, trivia about Lebanon, Um and yeah, we do like other fun social events, but our main event is like preparing also for the gala with all the universities in Michigan. Okay. And then what about the the Women in Mathematics or Association? Yeah, the Association of Women in Mathematics. So 
it's open for graduate and undergraduate in the Department of Math. Um, and um, we do, uh, so uh, we usually like did a lot of seminars with women from the department to advocate their research, but also to give us like a little bit of perspective after grad school, because right, like this is what you want to hear. Um, it's all also open like for both um, women and uh, of course all genders. Um, what um, one interesting event I remember that we planned was like a life after graduation panel. We planned it with AMS and like we invited a lot of um, graduate students that graduated from MSU and just to see like where they are right now. So there were like industry people, teaching people, and like each one gave us like a perspective or like how their life is now after grad school. Um, we did one time a movie night um, for Valentine's Day. So it's like social events, but also sometimes um, professional uh, or like uh, seminars. Okay, great. Have you been able to either go back to Lebanon or see your family like since the pandemic and all of that? Yes, yes. I was able to go last summer, which was pretty, pretty fun. And I'm planning to go also this summer um, in the beginning of July. Um, also, I think like this helps a lot because like I always look forward like to this month when I go and like spend it with our family, see everyone. So, so it definitely like helps a lot. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Sort of um, wrapping up a little bit, like, do you have any advice or tips of wisdom that you would give either undergraduates thinking about going to grad school or like first year grad students can adapt into like the grad school lifestyle? Yeah, I guess like um, first thing I would say, um, never compare like your journey to someone else's journey. Um, so I feel like you can like, um, it's easy sometimes like with the social media, but also like um, in particular in grad school, like to like compare and like see this is how many publications I should do, how many conferences I should attend and so on. So I feel like this goes also an advice for life in general, but like trust your timing, your own opportunities, your own like journey. Um, and like do things that you are passionate about. Surround yourself like with good positive energy, whether this comes from people and good support system, but also like things that you are passionate about because like you want to overcome this feeling of being burned out. So you need like this rewarding feeling. And I feel like, try to get it from from outside resources if if like if you're stuck like in your research or if you need like more motivation or more, more passion very nice i think that's that's really good advice um thank you for coming on and doing this it was fun talking with you thank you thank you so much for having me